<laughs> Hello and welcome to the Virtual Cafe. My name is Shekilola Salami. Uh, what can I get you today? Hi, my name is Evan Pickering. I'm the author of a best-selling post-apocalyptic novel, uh, Hood, a post-apocalyptic story of uh, a Robin Hood adaptation. It's the book one of the American Rebirth series. Um, it's been out for about five months and it's had some pretty incredible reception. Um, it's been a bestseller pretty quickly. And uh, I would love a chai tea and a slice of banana bread. Nice, nice. What is it about chai tea? It seems like every time I have someone come on the show, at least two, twice a month, someone <laughs> wants chai tea. Well, I've never had chai tea. What is it about chai tea? What am I missing? I think, honestly, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I think for the people who don't drink a lot of tea or coffee or anything, it's kind of just delicious. Like, it's not... <laughs> you know, it's almost just like a sweet, nice drink, you know. Um, it's funny, actually, my friend told me that chai just means tea in whatever language that is. And so it's kind of a funny, like, we're just saying tea, tea. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I like it. It's kind of nice. And I, I don't really drink coffee or lots of lots of different kinds of uh, those, like, fancy Starbucks drinks. So for me, it's easy. Hmm. Interesting. So what does it taste like? Um, I guess it's kind of like cinnamony, maybe. I, I, you know, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good description. Um, maybe a little bit like vanilla-ish. I don't know. It's it's like it's very just a. It's kind of a, a very like easy drink to drink. You know, hmm. I, I mean. Because but, I know that you know you're definitely not the first person, and I doubt you're the second person to come on the show to say they want chai tea. I have to go and investigate now because it's like when so many people are asking for something, you'd be like, what am I missing here? Hmm. Yeah. Hey, okay. It's delicious. I mean, uh, I recommend it. It's something I drink a lot. You know, that or like chamomile or something. But like I said, I, I just I kind of like the delicious easy to drink teas. So you know, that's me. Okay, I will. I will have to go and investigate now. And I'm feeling quite. Privilege, you know, you say you, your book's been out for five months and mm. you're a bestseller. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's uh, it's, it's kind of surreal for me, so it's interesting. Whoa. Okay, I've got I've got a, a bestseller in my cap. I'm gonna have to give myself a pat on the back now. I'm feeling quite superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Okay, right. So we'll send a little human. She's been really good today because we have no heat wave in London. Okay. So she's, 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 she's being really good. I'm going to hope that while she's watching you know, her nursery rhyme, she's going to get on and get your chai tea ready. So hope you're not in a hurry. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm here. I'm relaxing. I'm having a good time. You know, I'm Perfect. Having Perfect. You know, because we are having a heat wave in London and it's not every time, you know, it's like, I think people don't understand when we talk about the sun all the time in London. It's just because we don't get it every very often. It's like, <laughs> tends to be quite miserable compared to you guys, you know, statewide. And so when we do get the sun, it's like, yeah, the sun is out. Okay. It just puts you in this extra, extra happy mood, gets all the good hormones flowing. Oh, I, I get, I believe you. I mean, I understand that, uh, Living in the British Isles, sometimes you're not always blessed with sunshine. But uh, <laughs> uh, for me, it's, you know, even if it's just the sun's not out some days, I'll just wake up and be like, man, I don't feel great. So I, I, I feel the same way. It's, some, it's all about sunshine for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I must have been lucky because uh, when I went to England, you know, oh, 10 years ago, whenever that was, 11 years ago, it was uh, the one day I was there, it was sunshine and beautiful. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, the, the, the sun god must have liked you then. Yeah, no, seriously. 
Yeah. Okay, now, so, I would like to understand. Okay, so, when did you decide you wanted to be an author? Or when did you decide you wanted to start writing? Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of an interesting... I don't know how... I mean, when I originally started writing, it was actually... Uh, I was 18 years old. I was uh, in high school, and I was in a comp class. And, and my my teacher, she uh, he kind of encouraged us to write some creative writing stuff, which was, you know, mostly in my school. They were trying to prep us for the SATs and all that stuff. But, um, I, you know, this teacher was pretty cool, and he was like, he gave us some, like, wild kind of wacky prompts. Um, mm. And I had never, ever even thought about creative writing before. I had, yeah. you know, I spent a lot of time reading, but... You know, I really loved it. I thought it was like, it just immediately took to me. And I've always been kind of someone who's just obsessed with stories and storytelling and, you know, give me books or video games or movies or show. I don't know. I always loved all that. And it never occurred to me to just start writing them myself. And I remember the day I did it and I was 18 and I loved it so much. And I just thought to myself, like, I could do this. I could do this forever. <laughs> and, um, you know, from there, it was kind of just a hobby for a while. Um and uh, I wrote a lot of short stories. I wrote my first novel when I was 18, but um, obviously it's not published. It's kind of howling under the bed somewhere. Um, mm. But I think I first realized it was a possibility. Um, I entered the 76th annual write, uh, Writer's Digest competition. Mm. It was a, a literary short story I wrote, and I entered it, and I got seventh out of like 8,000 people. And um, it was pretty amazing. It was really cool. I didn't know what to expect. It was the first time I'd ever entered any competition. And I, I was so excited. And I kind of, I remember thinking like, I can, I think I can do this. Like, I think I could be a writer. And um, from there, it just, it took me a long time. You know, obviously life, life keeps going and taking you places. But uh, um, I got really serious about it around then. And then uh, it wasn't until you know, this year that I finally published my first book. I, you know, it took me four years to write Hood. And, um, I guess it was, uh, I just wanted to make sure it was something I was really proud of and that I really, you know, thought I'd be really happy with being out there. And, you know, it took that long to, to do that. But that, I guess that was kind of the, the arc of my journey. Um, it also helps a lot that my mother was an author. She's a published author as well. Okay. Okay. And so I, it was really cool. I got to go to a lot of conferences. Um, you know, I kind of just tag along with her and see what the whole environment was like and talk to other authors. I talked to some pretty famous authors um, and it was cool. I got to be a fly on the wall, watch how it went, watch the business side of it. And, um, you know, it was interesting. I don't know how much it helped with the writing, but talking to some authors and getting their advice on, uh, on what to do and what not to do and how to like go about trying to be a novelist mm. uh, certainly is stuff I, I won't forget. And I'm really appreciative to this day um, because it's, it's kind of an awesome experience to be able to see, what the business is like because you have a lot of preconceived notion of preconceived notions of what the business is like before you do it you know hmm. interesting interesting okay so now i would like you know let's do a timeline you know because i just find out that if i have a timeline it helps me to put things into context right uh -huh. so <laughs> now okay before we even go there right so what what genre does your mom write in uh she she writes romance um not, I mean, she doesn't write all, it's not all like, um, exact, I mean, she writes some historical romances, some kind of like hybrid stuff. Okay. She, she's written some, co some uh, I think they're called cozy romances recently. All right. 
I don't totally know what that means, but but she's written them. Um, uh, her name is Kathleen Pickering. Um, she wrote for I mean she, she wrote for a bunch of different people, but uh, uh, yeah, she wrote she wrote books like um, Father of Her Son and uh, she wrote Mythological Sam. I mean, she wrote a, a number of books. But, you know, she uh, she's had quite the little career herself, and she's you know she's really enjoyed the the writing community for a long time, and, and uh, has done very well. And uh, it was cool to to watch her uh, go through that process. That's 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 quite interesting, right? So when you um, went with her to, you know, um, you know, conferences and things like that, what what if you were going to pick three things that you got out of it? What would you say you got out of it? What was it that you know that either benefited you or influenced you um, that sort of set you on the path you then later chose to becoming an author? That's a great question. I mean, I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to give me a sec to think about that. Um, I guess. Um, I, I think the, probably the three three biggest things. One, like demystifying the process. You know, I, I learned I learned a lot about like what it actually. I mean, it's funny because I didn't actually go conventional published. I did self published. Mm. So I think actually probably learning. I'll start with that. Learning about self publishing. Um, I actually met in person uh, uh, J.F. Penn, Joanna Penn. Okay. She's a she's a, f a famous self-published author. She um, she published the Arcane series, and she um, she has this whole uh, online uh, instructional self-publishing thing. And anyway, I met her in person at a conference, and I had never even considered self-publishing before I talked to her. And she she kind of enlightened me into the world of self-publishing, and that's what catapulted me to. Publish Hood, so that was um, well, to self-publish Hood, and so that was probably the biggest thing. Um, second biggest thing was kind of just that, you know, these right, the right, the people, the authors in the writing industry are just they're, they're kind of the kindest, humblest like, people you'll ever see, and that well, the, it's not as fancy or as convoluted as you think the process is. I guess for the, for the conventional publishing industry, like mm -hmm. they kind of like you, you go and you meet people. And it's like anything else in life, you know, you talk to agents, talk to editors, talk to publishers, and if they like you, then they mm -hmm. probably will ask you about your book. And if they, they do, then if the book's good, you got a shot, you know, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a people business, you know, and um, yeah. that I learned a lot about that. It was, it was very, it, it's hard to publish a novel. If you're going conventional, it's mm -hmm. hard to publish a novel, just sending it out to the uh, sloppy, you know, to try to like, just like put a manuscript in, in a manila envelope and mm. then you really if you want to have a shot you got to go to places and meet people and just mm. just schmooze you know just say like hi how's it going I'm the first <laughs> you know, like, that that's that, that's honestly again it's funny because i didn't conventionally publish mostly because i love self-publishing but um but it's just funny like that that's really what it's about you just get like getting yourself out there and networking with with the actual publishers and agents and editors themselves like that's how you do it you know that's mm -hmm. the real way to get conventionally published if that's if that's the avenue you want to go um, mm -hmm. so i think those are probably the things i learned um, okay but then for self-publishing though i mean you still need to network though even if you don't you know want to be you know to be traditionally published i mean there's still advantages of you know networking oh absolutely i mean networking is Networking is everything in, I mean, in life and in whatever most industries that you're going to be working in, unless you're, I don't know, like a trucker, I mean, I'm sure even truckers have to network, but, yes. uh, um, 
I don't know. I, I think it's more it's more necessary with with conventional publishing because it's like you need to make those connections in order to even get the shot at publishing. I think that publishing is different because that's mostly just valuable for getting your book out there. You know, like you've already got it out there, and now it's about how do you spread it around? How do you like find connections to people? Maybe you find someone who wants to read it, or or find someone else in the genre who wants to help. Um, you know, who wants to do some mutual marketing for each other where you like, you'll market their book and they'll market yours. And, you know, th there's, there's a plenty of useful things you can do in the self-publishing. I mean, you, you really got to reach out. And like you said, like it's, you can't, it's hard to just, it's hard to, in this industry to, you know, publish in a vacuum. You can't just like sit there and stare at your book on Amazon and think great things. Are gonna <laughs> you know, it's just not, that's not how it works. Um, but yeah. yeah. I just think it's it's more of a necessary evil with conventional publishing because you just, I mean, if you're a listener and, and you want to get your book in a publishing house, like just sending just sending them, not knowing anyone and sending them a a, a envelope of manuscript is a really 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 tough way to get your book out there. Mm, mm, mm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so when you went to the conferences, right? Uh huh. Did you make I mean, I know you're self-published, so we're not going to ask about the traditional published, but what sort of connections did you make? Because basically, all of this is going to come back into when we're going through your timeline, but you know, so what sort of connections did you make what, like that you found useful later on when you then became published? Um, I think, well, meeting other authors is, one, it's probably the most relaxing of the interactions you're going to have mm. when you're trying to get a book published because they're, you know, they got nothing, you know, it's mm. just, that's just social, you know, you're just getting to know them and you're finding out and you can ask them questions. I mean, one thing I've found, which is super cool <clears throat> is that the industry is filled with so many people who are so supportive mm. um, because like I would meet some authors, some of them very famous and like, <clears throat> even that, like if, if you have the avenue to talk to them, like if, you, if someone knows you and you say, Hey, this, you know, if you get introduced, yeah. You, ask, you ask them questions, and everyone is pretty free with sharing their knowledge. Like it, it's, yeah. kind of, you know, despite the fact that it's a semi-competitive industry. I mean, it's not a zero-sum industry, but it is somewhat competitive. Yeah. Um, the, the people are still really open and free to share knowledge and talk about stuff. So, um, I think that was one of the really cool things is going and talking to, to just other authors and finding out like what was your process, like how did you become published, like what did you do, you know. I, you know, I even I sometimes ask people like like what was the worst thing you ever wrote? You know, something just because you're kind of curious because it's kind of funny to hear them talk about. It. You kind of realize like even the great writers write bad stuff sometimes, and it, it makes yeah. you feel, it makes you feel less self conscious because it's like you know what this isn't not everyone. I mean, everyone doesn't just sit down and spin gold. You know, like you got to work hard. You got to get a you know kind of grind it out sometimes. And uh, I mean, other, yeah. than that, other than that, useful things. Uh, useful. I would just talk to like. Um, it was actually pretty easy sometimes to talk to like editors for for um, for publishing houses because even though potentially they could they could be touting your book and you could mm -hmm. be in a working relationship with them, with them, it was you know you can kind of talk to them socially and not make it about you or your book at first and just be like hey what how's it going you know like what, yeah. what publishing house do you represent what are you guys doing lately and um, I think working with editors, uh, talking to editors and getting to know them is pretty useful because they can actually get your book published if that's what you're looking to do. And it isn't so formal when you first meet them. 
um, depending on the situation. I mean, it depends on the situation. You might be meeting them in a, maybe meeting them in a bar after the conference. You might be meeting them in, in a, you know, in a ballroom talking about, you know, whoever, whatever artist is being celebrated. But, uh, um, you know, it's talking to editors is great. Um, agents is, is kind of similar. Like you can, even though that's agents different because they are agents are almost always looking for a new writer, you know, so they're kind of they're like all the time, you know, yeah. Um, but editors, it's more relaxed. Other authors is great. Um, and I think, I think that that's probably the best people to talk to. I mean, if you need an agent, you know, you go to, I go to, like I go to Thrill Fest, uh, Thrill Fest is my favorite, one of my favorite conferences, that and Heather Graham's uh, uh, Writers for New Orleans conference. Um, but going to Thrill Fest, it's in New York City, so it's not far from me. And, you know, I just go in there and, and talk. They have they have whole events for people who, you know, for agents and, uh, and for pitching a novel to agents and editors and stuff. So. You know, for conventional publish, that's pretty cool. You know, I love that conference. Um, but there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of different kinds of people you can talk to. But I think just talking to other authors about their experiences and picking their brains, and then just talking to editors if you want to get an in to, uh, um, to any kind of publishing house, then that, those are probably the best people to talk to. You see, you know, just listening to you now, I am not surprised that you're a bestseller. <laughs> Why do you say that? No, because there was this saying that I'm not sure if it was my mom who told me, or I read it somewhere, or I heard it somewhere. But it's just something that stays in my head, right? Okay. And basically, failing to prepare means preparing to fail. <laughs> that is a very, very good saying. That's very true. Because basically, all the stuff that you said is what? If a lot of people had done their homework before even clicking publish, yeah. Maybe all of the struggles that they're having now, they might not go through it. Because they would have already networked, they would have already seen they would have spoken to people who are already yeah. in the you know, in the business. They're getting tips from the horse's mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, seriously, like, you know, it, 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 like that was all that was just going through my head. I'm yeah. not surprised that you're a bestseller. Because absolutely every single thing you've done your homework. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. A lot of times, just simple things like, like you said, getting from horses' mouths, like just talking to an author and seeing what, like, like I love to ask him, just like you know, what was the hardest thing for you, or, or you know, what, just like what was their publishing experience like? Because you can learn so much from the people who've done it before, and I swear, like it takes away so much of the anxiety and the stress about yeah. because because you really understand that they're just they're regular, you know, they're just people who love to write too. They're just regular. You know, I mean, obviously they've developed an incredible skill set and that yeah. does not come easily unless they're like just magically talented. You know, <laughs> a few of them are just it's easy. And, you know, those people, you know, I shake my fist at them. But <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I think it's true. It's 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 easy. You know, as writers, we all love. I mean, we don't always love the process of writing, but but ultimately we love it because we get to sit down and create these worlds and do all this and yes. we get kind of wrapped up in that. And we think that that's all it is, but it's a lot of it, like you said, it's, you know, you got to prepare, you got to learn this stuff. You got to do a lot of studying. And um, I personally, I love that. Like I love learning more about the industry, learning more about the process and studying like writing techniques or what makes other authors successful. To me, that's exciting. And I like the learning process in that. Um, but yeah, you're right. You can't just, I mean, unless you're just crazy talented, you can't just like, you know, sit down, you know, pound out a book and then just like smash publish and think everything's going to go great. Like, but you know, the funny thing is, 
think though is it doesn't even matter if you're the best writer. Um, if nobody knows your book is there, nobody's gonna know it's great. A hundred percent. I mean that's yeah. that's hundred percent true. You know, and it's basically when you've networked with people, spoken to people, sort of start creating your author platform, then even if it's only one person, let's say, you know, you met, say, two people at a, a conference and then you write your book and they say, oh, guess what? I just published my book, you know, check it out. Obviously, they know you, so they're more inclined to want to, you know, actually check out your book. And then they write it and then think, oh, my God, you're a fantastic writer. I yeah. tend to tell, you know, my followers, you know, I my author friend, you know, who's doing and literally that's that's how um it goes yeah oh i i absolutely i think you're spot on with that and i've actually i i d i dubbed my my marketing basically just grassroots marketing mm. because i i think that the best way to, to really go about this and like you said i mean you need to like you can write a great book and no one will ever know about it um the key is really just kind of old-fashioned you know it's like i mean it's old-fashioned in a new-fashioned way because yeah. when you think about it, like you're using technology, using social media to reach out to people and like talk to people, but ultimately it's like you're selling yourself. You know, it's like yeah. you are, you got to get to know people. You got to like branch out there and just talk to people. And like, you know, if you come up to someone and the first thing you do is like throwing your book in their face, they're probably not going to want to, you know, be your champion. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're, it's like you're, you're in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Because I wrote a post, um, what was it, when was it, and basically I, I sort of used an analogy, right, and I said, yeah. right, imagine, let's say for instance, you know, we, we met at a conference somewhere, um, yeah. and I, you know, it was, let's say it's my daughter's second birthday, and then I say to you, oh, you're right, you know, Evan, you know, my daughter's turning two, you want to come over, um, and then when you come over, you then have two choices. One, you either take out your book and start talking about it, and you know, without even saying hello to anyone, you know, yeah. just start talking. Hey, here's my book; it's a bestseller. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. two, do you socialize and you know, sort of make conversation and make baby noises and you know, try <laughs> you know to play with all the other children? And yeah. then when the parents ask, "Oh, so what do you do?" Then you talk about your book. Exactly. That I mean, that's the that's really the the, the truth, and that's. You know, as writers, we get so excited to, to share a book and to, you know, I understand what, why why that happens. You you just, you get excited. You really want to get it out there. You're so enthusiastic about I'm marketing, I'm marketing. But it's like, that's not what it is. It's like you said, like, you know what, just go up to them and talk to them and, and, and just like say like, hey, what's up? How's it going? You know, like, you know, tell me about yourself. You know, let me, I'm here to learn. I'm here to experience. I'm here to meet people, you know, and, yeah. and like you said, eventually time will come. <laughs> People will probably ask you if you're having a conversation. If they're having a conversation with you and they're they're having a good time and you just socializing, eventually they're like, "Tell me about what you do. You know, what do you write? What, what's your book like?" And exactly. then it's like it's relaxing too because you don't feel like you're. I mean, I, I just get uncomfortable. Me, like if I go up to someone and I'm just like kind of shouting at them about my book, like I just get uncomfortable. I don't really like that. I, I feel I don't know. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I can talk about my book, but but you know, it's it just doesn't. I don't know. I don't like making people uncomfortable like, like that because I know I know if it happens to me, I'm just like, all right, dude. Why do you think I care? You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, exactly. It's, exactly. Everyone's done something, you know, and it's much it's much more of a fun and easy experience just to like meet people and and you know kind of enjoy it from that perspective. And you know, some of the best marketing I did was just like I mean, I did it a lot of it online. I mean, obviously, I met authors and met people in the industry. 
but in terms of my social media marketing, like I would just talk to people on, on Twitter or, or, you know, forums or, or Facebook groups or Goodreads groups. And, and I, you know, I just talked to them and then eventually they'd be like, so what's your book about? You know, like, because yeah. it's more that way. It's like, they're coming from a place of their interest and it, you're not forcing them to be like, look, look at it, look at it. You know, it's like, you know, that's, I just think it's a way better way to go about it. And once people are invested in you and you're writing, like that's all the work, you know, then they'll, they'll give it a shot. I mean, maybe they might not like it, might not read it. And that's totally fine. You know, but like you can't, you can lead a horse to water and you can't make him drink, you know? Yes, of course. So basically what you're saying, right? That the ultimate key in publishing is not even about the quality of your book. It's about networking because even if your book is, the bestest book ever. Yeah. If you've not networked, if nobody knows you, if nobody knows about your book, mm -hmm. it's literally just literally something you've just written for the sake of it. Yep. Um, and you know, for some people, if that's what you want, that's cool. You know, write for your own experience. And, and I mean, I don't know any people who would say I don't want to be successful, but, <laughs> you know, but, but some people, you know, I've talked, I got a friend of mine and he's a, uh, he's not published yet, but he's writing and he's like, he's like, dude, I just really want to write this book because I love it. And like, I don't really care what happens. I just want to write it and get it out there. And I'm like, cool, man. You know, like everyone's got their own experience and what you're looking yeah. for. But, yeah. But what you're saying is true. Like the, the networking is so valuable. And, um, I, you know, I tell you, I wish I had, an, I wish Amazon gave us analytics in terms of, yeah. like, in terms of data of where sales came from, where a page click came from. To me, yeah. that would be just absolute gold. I mean, I get a little bit of it from my blog so I can figure out like, okay, they clicked on my, my, my author page or whatever. Um, yeah. but, but I wish I knew how much, how much it came from where, because at this point, I think a lot of my book sales kind of come from word of mouth and just people discovering it on Amazon or whatever. Yeah. But, but like, I definitely, it's funny. Um, uh, during my, I was, I'm in grad school, um, in my past semester, at like the end, at the tail end of the semester, I was really busy with finals and all that stuff. And I, I did basically zero marketing and, mm. and the, the sales of my books was slowly kind of tapering. I mean, it was still solid, but not as much as it was. And I was like, I kind of was like, wow, you know, this is like, you, you gotta keep getting out there and talking to people like this makes a difference. And, yeah. And, um, and it was funny. And the second I started, the second I started having an online presence again and talking to people and doing stuff, all of a sudden whoop, the sales of the book just went up again, you know, and, and, Obviously, I'm in, an, I'm in a place, I'm in a lucky place. You know, the book is selling great and, um, you know, like I, I don't have to go crazy marketing for it to do well. I just got to put my face out there a little bit, you know, but um, but the, the reality is there. Like, like you said, like if, we, if you don't show people it's there, then they won't know about it. And like the, the great part is some of the, some of it works for itself. Once if you write a great book and people are buying it and reading it, like they'll share it, you know, they'll tell people like, Oh, I read this book and I loved it, you know? And so that that's, you know, that's your work being done for you. But, yeah. but again, if you want to get it to new faces, you want to get to people don't know, you can got to get out there and talk to people. And yeah. like sometimes I'll just go on Twitter and look for people in the genre or writers or readers or random people. And I'll just like, I just tweet at them. Like another book doesn't even have to be about writing. I'll just tweet at them. Be like, Hey, what's up? You know, or, or, or whatever joke they made, I'll just like, you know, riff off it or something, you know, just because then maybe they'll look at my, look at my Twitter page and they'll say, oh, he's an author, you know, they see the banner, they see the thing, you know, mm -hmm. it's just like literally just go out there and just socialize, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, 
which is just kind of, I don't know, to me that that makes a difference. And again, you, you need to have a good book, you need to have a good cover, you need to have a good blurb, things like that. Like, that's all valuable. But, um, you know, yeah, from a marketing end, it's like sometimes the marketing doesn't even feel like marketing. You know? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, now I think I think I, I sort of understand where you're coming from now, but I think you're in a very I wouldn't say unique but in like there are two types of authors that I've come across, right? Okay. Um authors who plan to become an author. The thing mm -hmm. I've got a book in me, um, and you know, like you said, it took you four years to write your book, um, or you know, somebody takes them longer, somebody takes them shorter. Uh, but they intentionally planned on becoming an author, right? Yeah. And then there are those like me who didn't even plan to write a book. It just <laughs> next thing, like literally next thing, I had a book in front of me. I'm like, and then when people ask me, so when did you, you know, how long? I'm like, you know what? I didn't really plan it. It's like I'm just one of those people <laughs> where the idea just sort of takes me to my head, or maybe I'm jotting things down because I remember stuff by writing. That's yeah, just yeah. why I write stuff. When I write stuff down, then I remember it. Yeah. Um, so I don't go through a long stage, you know, of planning. So I think there are sort of a smaller niche of authors who possibly like me, where we don't plan to write, and next thing we know, we've um, we've got a book in front of us. But then there are also <laughs> those other ones who then do take a longer, you know, time to get get there. And I think, you know, if we exclude those people who didn't plan to write and then just ended up with a book, but the other ones who plan, then they've got to now follow the steps that you've done because it just makes sense because you know before you have a book in front of you you know you need to start building your your platform um and i think you know just great from what you said and you know that has really helped you so okay now let's do timeline right you know i, I, I was just so right so you did your first writing when you were 18 um you know and coming from a background of publishing, because your mom is also an author, you mm. followed her to you know conferences and networks and stuff like that. When you then had the opportunity to speak with other authors, editors, you know, you know, pick your brains, you know, get to see, you know, what you know, other than yeah. your mom's experience, what other authors, you know, what they felt about the whole process. Um, so, and then if I remember correctly, it then took you four years um, to then get this book. Um, hood completed. Yep. yep. Okay. So I think I, I I've not got baby brain anymore. <laughs> I'm remembering stuff. Okay. Cool. So, so give me your timeline from then. Yeah. So it's basically been a span of you know I'm 29 now. So it's been a span of 11 years. Um, wow. You know I wrote the first book. You know I started writing when I was 18. I wrote the first book while I was an undergrad. Um, that took me like two or three years. You know, and and then I just kind of wrote for fun and and you know, kind of idly as like, as like, Oh, this is cool. And I went to conferences. I always knew I thought I'd love to be a writer, but I was wrapped up in my other career. And, um, you know, I was kind of, I was just working at it as like a secondary, like I knew it was a passion and secondarily, but I was just working at, it. I was, you know, kind of honing my craft a little bit. I did a lot of writing a lot of short stories. And then, um, as the years went by, I got more serious into it and I was kind of, so I would start writing a novel, but it wouldn't really stick. And then when I finally got the idea for Hood, I was like, I remember feeling extremely inspired and locked in. And uh, yeah, it took me four years. I had to, I actually wrote the original copy in three years. And then I had a professional editor look at it and I realized I needed to rewrite the entire book. And I cut 200 of the 280 pages that I'd written in three years <laughs> and then, mm. and then rewrote the whole thing. Um, 
over the course of like five or six months and then we continued to edit it for the next few months after that and then uh yeah and so then i published it and five months and obviously um five months later we're here but yeah you know i did a lot of in terms of having a presence like i had a, a for about a year and a half or maybe two years before i published my book i started i started a blog on post-apoc writing and um i just did i just write about you know whatever i thought about it could be about my life or it could be about writing or just thoughts and feelings and all that kind of shenanigans and uh you know and then i kind of would just talk to people you know obviously when i would go to conferences i'd talk about like I'm, I'm a perspective novelist i'm almost you know i'm coming out with this book um but yeah then i just go on social media and kind of talk about it and all that stuff and you know when it finally came out i just kind of used the platforms i had and started just shut you know talking to people and you know, i would do them with the kind of blanket marketing a little bit where i'd just like make a post with a few hashtags in it and whatever i thought was appropriate and you know link to the book or whatever but mostly you know that's kind of like like the shotgun marketing where you're just you know letting it go out there and see who grabs it you know but most, the most effective then from of what i do from the post having post having could publish publish tongue twister um uh most effective stuff i did post uh, publishing was just kind of like you know talking to people and going to forums and and um you know going to goodreads and and going to twitter and just like reaching out to people who like the genre and just you know just talk to them you know so that i that I mean that's kind of a sloppy timeline but that's the best i can i can do i'm not i <laughs> i didn't even think about something like my own timeline it's kind of funny to look back in it now hmm interesting so okay so basically right so anyone who's stopping by the virtual cafe the main thing is and i think it's something that's a recurring theme is that you need to work on your platform you need to network you know so even if you're thinking of writing a book even before you started writing your book you need to start building your network you need to start letting people know about you yep exactly the the, the more visible you are before you book before you hit publish the i mean the better off you're going to do you know even if you have friends and family and or acquaintances or people you only somewhat know i i mean i i um I was I was pretty lucky, but after I published, you know, I, I talked to some, I became good friends with a few people through the internet, and I had people just advertising my book for me, like, and I know that sounds formal, but like, people really liked it, and they liked me, and they would just, I mean, I'd wake up in the morning, and they would have posted about my book, um, you know, just because, I don't know, like, I didn't ask them to, they didn't, but they just, like, I, you know, they, they liked the book, and they liked me, and they were just helping me out, you know, and when you let people, you know, it's, when people just do it out of out of wanting to help you, just because you know, you're just presenting your genuine self to them, I mean, that's like yes. invaluable. I remember looking at people, um, people put, putting up posts about my book, recommending it or whatever, and I would just stare at. I was like, that is absolutely like a gold mine. Like that's invaluable. Like that's they're doing me such an incredible favor by doing that, you know. And uh, you know, but that's that, that's part of it. That's part of just being having a presence like you said yes and, yeah. and you know, i'm grateful i'm just grateful that so many people were so nice yeah so supportive of, of my writing and, and you know uh, what i was trying to do and so um i mean really i, I got like it's it's <laughs> there's a lot of people you know this 
success is hard work and it's not always it's not only one person you know it's a lot of people helping out so yes you see now before i before speaking with you i had this notion that you were you know because they use this term quite frequently overnight bestseller <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're not an overnight bestseller. This is eleven years down the road. Yeah, what's 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 the saying? Uh, you become an over, you become an overnight success after five years of hard work. You know, <laughs> which is which is kind of funny. It's like people want to say it's overnight success, and um, and like you said, that that there's that term, but the reality is like most people in most cases and most industries, overnight successes are actually people who like did the hard work for you know years or however long whatever you know or i mean it's not you know they, they you gotta put the effort and you gotta learn you gotta really study um yeah you know, i spent i spent a lot of time studying my craft like you know on the on the technical aspect of the writing um like i said i got a professional editor and i studied yeah she helped me a lot she, she was incredible and she uh you know she told me he's like she's like listen you know like your book's good but it's really lacking these you know like it needs work it's lacking these elements like go study this book go, he, literally I, I read the entire book on writing cover to cover you know because i she told me to and I, I learned so much from it and uh you know like and then like you said you know and then there's the then there's the people side there's the uh the, the networking side the publishing i mean the uh, uh you know the, the uh, self-publishing aspect of, of getting your book out there yeah and, and so like like you said overnight success is generally don't exist there are people who did the hard work it's just they didn't really know they were doing that you know they didn't know yeah. what they were doing was going to translate into success yet they just were doing it you know yes so basically things that i'm taking out of this now you know things you know topics that i've already talked about you know in other episodes so what you did was you networked because that was quite you know, important of networking yep. you blogged because that was also quite important um you had a street team so all the people who liked your book, you know, who you had met and then they were, you know, posting for you, um, they did that. Those were your street team. Those were your brand representatives. Those were your advocates. Because, you know, when yeah. you're used, utilizing their platforms, they're really helping you reach people that you don't, you might not necessarily have reached. Yeah, absolutely. So, networking, blogging, street team, uh, using professional services and making sure your book is the best that it possibly could be. Because, you know, by the time you're networking and blogging and having your street team, if your book was not the best that it possibly could have been, yeah. those three things would not have worked. A hundred percent. And um, I would probably take a second here and say to every writer, you know, we all, we work so hard and it's such an incredible journey and, and such, and so much effort and love and energy and passion gets poured into a book. And then like when the day comes, when someone tells you like, well, it's great, but you need to work more like it needs to be fixed. Or you need this, like, it's so hard to hear that that day. I mean, I remember, I remember the day my editor told me I basically need to rewrite my novel after three years. I just stared at my ceiling, like, like, how am I going to do this? You know, like, mm, mm, mm. Like, you just feel like no way. Like I, I just, I just put, you know, I just did so much to make this book, but the re reality is like, if I could say anything to people who are, even if you've already published or prospective authors, whatever, it's like, get a good professional editor to help you learn. Because she, I mean, she literally trans she catapulted my writing. Probably like, I probably learned like ten years of hard lessons in, in you know like three months through working with her because because she was uh, I mean the stuff I learned was I don't even know how I would have learned it if it wasn't for some you know having someone 
And again, it's it's worth iterating. You need to get a good editor. You need someone who knows what they're talking about. Don't just get like you know Joe Blow and think they're gonna teach you mm. how to write. But um, but like it's hard to take that extra step and rework what you've worked so hard on. But it, yeah. I remember, I I distinctly remember when I was rewriting my book after having after having my editor tell me like it's not good enough, basically. Um, I still remember as I was re re rewriting it, thinking, "Wow, I can I can feel I can feel in writing it how much better this is. You know, I can feel how much more engaging this is." Um, and that was an exciting feeling for me. That made it, it made the writing process a lot easier because I could see the growth. You know, I could see the yeah. the, the benefit. Um, and so, like that would be in, uh, in uh, responding to the professional services thing. I would recommend everyone, no matter like I don't care if you're the most talented writer out there or if you're you know a complete newbie that i guarantee you you there is something massively important you can learn from a, a very good editor or a good editor um because i mean i don't know how to i don't know how to i don't know how to analyze my you know what you'd call like raw talent or skill at a writing like it's just hard to know you know but i do know how much getting someone getting professionals to help me help I, I know it made a huge difference like i do not think i'd be having the success i have um with the book if it wasn't if i hadn't rewritten it and um gotten the advice and really just been told that i need to be better <laughs> you know um that was that i mean that's a huge thing for me uh, yeah wow okay wow no seriously right you know this is definitely just going to say there are no overnight successes because i'm just in awe i'm like wow you know, from when you first, you know, did your first book or your first story, yeah. it's taken you 11 years. <laughs> 11 and, you years, know, yeah. And someone who doesn't know you, they would just think, oh, wow, this author just went, quite yeah. published, and he's just become an overnight bestseller. Yeah, I just, I just rolled my face around on a keyboard and then it published, you know? <laughs> you know, it's like, that, that. it's true, you don't see, it's like an iceberg, you know, you don't see anything below the surface. You're just like, oh, look at that, the published book, he's doing great, that must have been awesome. It's like, well, yeah, it, it is, but it was also, you know, a long time coming, you know, even if it wasn't, and I think, I think most people who write, they don't have the blessing to write full time, you know, like they have jobs, they have... Yeah you know, like you got kids, you got a million things to do. You, you got, you know, life, it just keeps you going. But, um, you know, but that, and that was me too. I mean, I was lucky to have a pretty decent amount of free time outside my job, um, in terms of writing, but, um, you know, but still you got to sit down, you gotta, you gotta not sit in front of the TV. You gotta sit in front of the, the computer and type and, uh, and then figure out, and then, you know, study, study from great, like study great authors. That's one, actually one thing I kept I know this is going back to talking about what I learned from other authors when I'd go to conferences, mm. but they all told me study the greats, like study the very good, whoever, whatever, whatever writer you envy or, or you'd like their style, like, like, you know, read up about them, find out what they said about writing, find out what they said about the process, you know, like just read their books and, and take it all in. You know, it's like, because ultimately like our, our writing style is still just like a, you know, we're taking pieces of different writers, we're taking pieces of different um, styles and and, uh, and different you know, genres or even. Um, and it's like, you know, learning from the people who've done come before you is just so invaluable. Like, there's just, you don't know, advice on it. 
Interesting, interesting, interesting. Wow, thank you so much. So, now, the last thing I'm just going to ask you though is I mean, I know you're based in America, so possibly some of it might not be relevant um, for people outside of the um, state. So, I know you did your, you know, your Twitter one where you, I'm not going to call you a stalker, but you were like, <laughs> <laughs> that is a very apt way of putting it. I did plenty of, I did plenty of lurking around people's pages and being like, oh, person about you <laughs> uh, social media stalker slash uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna exclude that one for instance um <laughs> hey, i don't care you, you know it's uh that's fine <laughs> no, i've got you know i've got huge sweet right and i've got specific uh, keywords and so i just live, go there and I, I study people and i see when people pursue uh, you know like oh recommend a children's book for me right and then yeah. I'm oh, hello, um, can I recommend this book for you? And so, don't worry, I'm, I'm in that club as well, but we're not going to advertise that, you know, we don't want people to think this crazy mm -hmm. people stalking people. But yeah. what other networking, um, connecting with people, what other processes did you use other than social media? Hmm. Oh, man, that's a good question. What did I use other than social media? Um, you know, I, I think. This this might sound kind of like cheesy, but I think some of the best things is just reaching out to people you know yeah. who are willing to support you from like a word of mouth, you know, like yes. boots on the ground basis. And like, I mean, maybe it's other professionals you've met, maybe it's yeah. friends or family or, or something, but really like, again, and you got to get the right people because some people just like don't have time or aren't going to do anything. Yeah. You know? Like the people who really support you. You know, like, you know, maybe give them your, like, I have a bunch of business cards with like, one side of the business card is the cover of my novel. And yeah. The other side is, you know, like my information. Yeah. And just like give them a pile of your cards and just be like, and just say like, hey, listen, if you're out there and you're meeting someone and they, like people talk, start talking about writing, you know, you're not asking them to go out there and just like throw business cards at people, you know, but, but just say like, hey, if, if topic of writing or something or books comes up, like, you know. You know, you know, recommend, you know, tell them about me, tell them about my book and, you know, give them my card or something. You know, again, like a grassroots perspective of getting. Yeah. So basically, yeah. offline marketing. Yeah. Offline. Yeah. Offline marketing is a great way to say it. You know, um, because I mean, again, I, I'm a big, I'm a huge nerd. I spend a lot of time on the internet and I do a lot of social media, you know, like that's a lot of what I do. But I think. I know, like, I, I knew people, people I know and love would come to me and say, like, yeah, you know, I met someone today and they were talking and, and I told them about your book. And I was like, and they, they were like that. And they told me that, that it sounded really cool. And, you know, Lord knows if that always converts, you know, they might go home and forget about it, you know, but maybe some people yeah. are like, cool, like, that sounded interesting. And they'll look at it or, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, even if it's like old, old, like, I mean, I reached out to like old high school friends and to, yeah. you know, just people I knew. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, yeah that definitely makes sense what you're saying. I mean, um, something else that I've taken away is the thing about you know having business cards, right? Because um, when was it? It was on Saturday. Um, just gone. There was a festival. Um, you know that's not too far away from me, and then I was doing a book reading. And you know, so there was a photograph of it because my phone, you know, is dodgy and it's gone bad. So I asked for, you know, the um, on-site photographer yeah. to take pictures of my reading. 
Um, and then she then had another friend who was doing another event, and she was like, oh, you know what? My friend would that you know, would love to have a chat with you. She's going to be, you know, with you later on. She's organizing an event that I think you would be, you know, perfect to be part of. And she said, fast forward after my reading, and then I catch up with her and her friend. And I'm like, oh, yes, did you have a card? Yeah. And I didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, I never thought, you know, and also she'd have a business card. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 funny, but it's true. You know, you don't realize how useful it is to be able to just you pull one out of your pocket or your wallet or whatever, your purse or whatever, and you just like, oh, here you go, here it is. You know, and they'll just it's something they can just like, you know, throw in their pocket and they'll find it later and be like, oh yeah, you know, it'll, it literally will be a reminder for them. They will, you know, they will have it on, like if they keep it on them, if they don't throw it in the garbage. Like they'll find it later and go, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, like it, it's 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 pretty invaluable. And, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm like you for a long time. I didn't have business cards. Um, and pe like other people, authors or people I talk to be like, you have to do this. And, you know, you just go on Vistaprint and you, and you or whatever you go to Staples or whatever, wherever, yeah. wherever you want to get them. And you just like, you, you know, you, you whip one up real quick. It doesn't have to be super fancy. Um, yeah. you gotta have your info on it. And, uh, yeah. And you just like, if you just hand it to them like that, Right there is so valuable because they will probably remember if they keep the card, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's that's another thing, and you know, I'm staring at a pile of my cards right now, right, right over here. <laughs> so, what details did you put there? Did you put your Facebook, Twitter, Goodreads? What what contact details did you put? I think the best thing to do um, is go super super simple. Whatever, whatever the largest platform is that you want to be reached at. So for me, so I got. One side of the card is literally the cover of my book, and it says Amazon bestseller. Yeah. And then the other side is the title of my book, and then my name, and then I have two things. It's my email, and then my uh, EvanPickeringAuthor.com, which is my blog slash author website. Mm. And so that way, you know, you don't want to get, you don't want to bombard them with information. Now yeah. they have, they have your email, so they have a place to reach you, and then you can once you connect, they can figure out if you want to talk on the phone or whatever. You can figure it out from there. Yeah, and then two, they can go to they can go to your website, or and just check you out there and, and get more information there. And so, and, and when you look at it, it's not all cluttered. I like it; it looks really clean. And, and I think it, you know, it's you're on the eyes like that because uh, actually, the first business card I made, it was just like it literally, <laughs> it might have been my life story. Like I had everything on it, and I, I looked at it, I was like, this is not something people want to look at, you know. Yeah. So, so um, you know, I, I cleaned it up and I made it much much simpler. Um, and I think that that's that, you know, basically, and also like, you don't want, you don't want to give away too much information that someone might like, you know, it's like, um, but yeah, but, uh, I think keeping it really clean and really simple is, is probably the best way to go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like a, that sounds like a perfect plan. I think yeah. it's something I'm going to have to move forward uh, you know, take seriously now because I've got a few more uh, book reading events coming up and it just makes sense that I have business stuff to give away. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's funny to me. <laughs> I always had this experience and I think other people do too, unless they're like, unless they're totally professionals in the industry. Yeah. Um, that when you're talking to someone and, and they just whip out a business card to hand to you, my reaction would always be, wow, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's like they're not messing around. They're not just here. You know, th there's something official and very validating about it. You know, to yeah, 
to have it like to the from the perspective of the other person if you yeah. hand a business card you know that they're serious you know that they're like putting the effort in and that this is something you know that they're they're not just like walking around talking about they're all sort of like backing it up with the effort and the time and the energy and preparing you know and like the, the people they just seem more prepared you know people seem yeah. more prepared when they hand you a business card and you're like oh oh yeah you know like when i when i was younger and would go to conferences and people would ask me about my info again this was before i was published yeah. they would ask me about my information and i'm like uh um you know like <laughs> you know like let me write it down it's like it, it just you seem like you're just kind of like rolling around i mean and that's what i was at the time i was just someone picking people's brains i was just learning so it wasn't as important back then but now it's like i wouldn't want to go and not have a card um yeah. because you know like when when i go to it's funny you go to conferences and you come back with a stack of business cards if you're doing it right you know yeah um and i would sure enough i would go through them I'd, like when i come back from conference i'd be like oh i remember this person we talked about this i remember this person and it was like you know from from the other perspective like they maintained their connection to me by giving me this card and that you know and that you want to do that like if you're if you're a person to person marketing like you want to do that you want to have something they can keep in their hands and remember you and remember your book and that's like yeah business cards are super invaluable for that yeah wow okay well thank you very much Evan for taking the time to come I think you know I've Thanks, learned man. I mean I can't speak for the listeners but I think I have learned you know it's like you, <laughs> you just made me feel good about myself right now okay yeah. it's like you know there's no overnight bestsellers you know I just thought you know, there was something about your name or the title of your book <laughs> that you just put it there. And Amazon just thought, you know what? He's got green eyes. We're just going to make him a bestseller. And, you know, <laughs> seriously, because people don't start getting complex and then they can say, what is it about this author that yeah. made him a bestseller? And someone else who's done exactly the same thing that he has done is struggling. Whereas, yep. you know, you've just... You just basically opened the, the, the chicken's bum and said, well, actually, there is so much more to it. Well, thank you, Segalola. Uh, it's a great compliment, and I really appreciate it. But that's, it's, it's true. You know, it's, um, it's easy to look at something and be like, man, they just – I mean, I was guilty of it the other day. There was a new writer in my genre that popped up, and his rankings went really high really fast. And he, he was like – you know, he was like – I mean, I won't call him a competitor, but, you know, he was up there with me. And I was like, I was like, man, how did you do this? And I, I thought about, I was like, I was like, think about, I, was, I just thought about myself. I was like, how did I do this? I just worked my tail off. <laughs> yeah. You know, worked my tail off on the book and the marketing, and I'm sure he did the same. And it's like, it's true. You know, it's easy to get, you know, be green with envy or whatever. I mean, I do it too. I look at the people who, you know, slam up against the number one ranking, and I'm like, man, how did they do it? You know, like you're yeah. always, no matter who you are, where you are, you're always looking up. That's kind of just the way it is. Yeah. Um. And it's easy to look at them and be like, man, how'd they do that? And you just got to remember, like, work harder, you know, be smarter and and study. And that's, uh, you know, it's not overnight success. It's, it's you know, people listening should feel good because what they can take away from this and from me is, like, you can do it too. Is that, like, this isn't, it isn't the random gaze of fate just kind of, like, you know, yeah. falling on someone. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm, there's ways in which I was lucky. I was lucky that I had a mother who introduced me to the writing. Yeah, yeah. I was. There's plenty of serendipity on my end for sure. I won't pretend like it was all, you know, like nothing good happened to me. It definitely, that good things did happen. But the reality is, if you know, the, the average author or, or 
prospective writer out there, like you, you can put the work in it and do this yourself. Like this is, this is, I'm here to tell you, like I'm just a regular dude. Like I, I didn't. Sometimes I look around, I'm like, how did this happen? You know, like, but the reality is, like I put the work in and I did all this, and you know, and that's, uh, and that everyone could do that. And it's, it's kind of, it's a cool feeling. I think we're an amazing time right now. The fact that that we can be self-created as all yeah. that we can go out there and put the work in and put the time in and learn and study and publish and like it might be really hard to get your name out there and the book out there but you can do it like yeah if this was 30 years ago if some if some publisher decided they didn't like your book all right well you're not a writer you know like or you're not an, an author you know, you're not publishing yeah. like, like we're in we're in hands down the best time ever to be a writer and, and we should take advantage of that of course of course now just to make some people we inclusive green with envy <laughs> you know the first week of publishing your book how many sales did you get oh first week of publishing my book how many sales did i get hold on let me i, I gotta do the math i'm looking at it <laughs> um let's see here Probably, I'm gonna round about. I'd sold probably uh, 55 or so books, 60 books, something, something like that. Okay. Um, so it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't an astronomical amount of books, but uh, um, you know, it was. It, it kind of climbed, but it wasn't. It wasn't a, a, an insane amount of books. Mm, okay, that's all right, and I, I don't feel too bad because I had another author who was a bestseller, and he said within the first three weeks he sold ten thousand, and I was like, oh my god, I'm dead. How am I going to how am I going to achieve that? So I was there thinking you're going to sing you sold like fifty thousand copies in the first week. No, 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 no. That's that's uh, that's that's crazy. That's uh, that's quite a lot. Um, it was it was it was kind of a it was a climb for me, you know, like it started and it just. It just started going up, and it just kept going up, and that was that was my experience. It was not there was no like rocket ship, <laughs> you know. There, no, I mean that's pretty amazing. Whoever that is, that that's awesome. Whatever they did, they must have done. His 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 was again was networking. So he had um, you know a, a, a coach, um, and so she put him through all the steps you know that you've talked about to networking and what he's done. He's built his platform. And then had his network um, promote his book to their network, and their network promoted it. So basically, it was uh, building his network, and then going by, you know, having his team and you know, using their platform to get his book to where it was. And so when his book, I think he put his book available on pre-order, so all the sales beforehand accumulated. Ah, uh, yes. And that was how he got to where he he got. Um, okay, so for you. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, that's the magic of pre-ordering. I, I had no idea of that kind of thing when I started, but that's, you know, if you want to do a, a, you know, a, a boatload of marketing and, and pre have your book pre-ordered, you will, you can get numbers like that where you like you launch and it's just, you know, all of a sudden you're you're flying high. You know, that's pretty. That stuff's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you, um, as your books was climbing or your book was climbing, when when what, okay, let me see, how am I going to ask this question? What What was the highest number of downloads you had in, say, a week or in a day, for instance? Like, where, what was the max that everything else? Um... Uh, that's a great question. Um, probably, if I look here, um, in a week, um, 
it was probably like um uh, like a thousand you know so, I mean, well it wasn't you know it wasn't like an insane amount but if you come if you combine book sales with uh kindle limited borrows it's probably like you know a thousand something um how many thousand no it, it was just within the thousand it was like a thousand you know 500 or something something like that okay. well that's quite good as well though oh yeah it's great um but it wasn't you know there was there was you know I didn't know ten thousands in a day. I've, I'm kind of a slow and steady guy. I haven't been, uh, you know, I didn't have any huge rocket ship moments. <laughs> yeah, maybe that guy was just a, a, a one of you know. He gave me a complex, right? I must admit, I was thinking, whoa, yeah, ten thousand in, in in three weeks. Um, I, I will tell I'll tell you know, the listeners out there that that kind of thing is that's like a super rare. You know, that's not don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I did it, you know, I, like I said, I did the slow and steady way. My, my book just climbed and climbed, which was awesome, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think a heck of a lot of people are getting thousands of sold instantaneously. That's, I mean, that's pretty unreal. That's, uh, that's definitely an outlier event. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just um, out of interest now, you know, there, I find, so when your bestseller, was that overall in all of Kindle or was that in category? Um, I mean, in, in categories in all of Kindle, I got to like top 400, um, in my, in in my categories, I got to top like five or top 10. Um, so, you know, the categories were post-apoc and, um, dystopian sci-fi, um, metaphysical visionary sci-fi. Um, that was, that was where I ended up at, at the top end. Um, which was pretty awesome. I mean, it was cool. Yeah, to see, of course. It, like seeing my book above like Dune and and some of the other, um, you know, just incredible names in sci in sci-fi was like unreal. You know, you know, seeing higher than the Hunger Games <laughs> like that was yeah. like like that that kind of made me lose my mind a little bit. Um, you know, stuff like that is is surreal. You know, I, I'm kind of <laughs> maybe it's a little. Uh, Maybe it's a little self-aggrandizing, but I took I take screenshots, you know, and I was like, yes. you know, I was like, let me look at this, you know, so um, I could see it at the high rankings and stuff. And it was that kind of stuff was super exciting for me. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it's just it's cool. I'll tell you this, though, you can get kind of obsessed with I mean, I'm sure any author tell you, you can get obsessed with your rankings and being like, where am I? Where? Yes. You know, like, you know, mostly it's like. You know, I'm I'm blessed to have been doing be doing as well as I am, and it's awesome. Um, but I try not to sweat. I try to tell myself not to sweat at any of it too much, and like work, write, you know, keep writing, and uh, not don't get distracted with the, with the shiny numbers, you know. Yeah, yes. I mean, I don't even bother about it. For me, it's about how much money is going to enter into my bank account. I couldn't really care about um, the other the other. I mean, they're good, but I just think they're more of an ego boost. Um, because the last time I had a, a promotion, one of uh, you know my 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 author friends, she was like, oh my gosh, you know, she can let you know you're like top five in your category. I was like, oh, was I? Uh, she was like, I'm sure you even got top. And I was like, really? Did I? Uh, like, it was a free, it was a free uh, promotion that I was doing. Yeah. And yeah. It was good to get that, but it wasn't really related to turning into money immediately <laughs> to my account. So I was like, yeah. Um, you know, I'm yeah. not really, I'm not really stressing myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's always, there's always that feeling on free promotions where like you get so psyched to get that visibility, but you're like, all right, now just convert it to the paid store. You know, it's like, <laughs> you're like, come on, you know, it's um, 
but it's it's cool. It's cool getting. I mean, honestly, even if you get to the top of a paid ranking, I mean, that's that's legit. That's uh, you know, not everyone can do that. So that I mean, I mean, if you get to the top of a free ranking, I, I mean, like that's uh, that's awesome. You know, that's a lot of visibility and that's a lot of spreading the word about your book, and that's yeah. obviously invaluable too. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's cool, but it's it's you know. Like you said, it's it's event I mean, for many of us. It's about the bottom line. You know, seeing the money hit the bank account is kind of. You know, for me, it was once I realized that I didn't need to do anything else. Like I was like, I don't need to work other jobs. Like I just now I just write. You know, that was like. Yeah. Um, that was kind of like a weird, surreal moment. You know, you spend a few days where you're like, "What am I doing?" You know. Like, yeah. You know, you're like, I gotta, I gotta sit down and write. I gotta, I gotta do this work. Um, yeah. Um, but it's a cool feeling. It's, it's, it's pretty cool to realize, but it cha- I'll tell you this, it changes it when, when, you, when all the pressure's on and you're like, you got to write, it's like, all right, now this is, this is my focus is to write. You're like, all of a sudden you're like, wow, I got to, you know, it's a lot of pressure. You got to take it seriously. And you got to, I think you got to come up with a plan on, on how to like, how many words you want to write a day and, and how to, how to go about being very sustainable with it. So you don't, you don't burn out or don't stress yourself out about it, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. Fantastic. And then one thing that I'm going to um, just say that, you know, the people listening might take out of it, because, for instance, I struggled with understanding um, the point of um, free deals. Um, you know, because, you know, I just thought, well, you're giving it, and then, you know, all these people, they're not probably not even going to read your book. They just, you know, take it, because I've seen comments by, you know, people who are, like, chronic, giveaway participants and they, they're always looking out for the next reading um and they say that they don't even read them and so yeah. you know, some authors have sort of questioned the benefit of doing that but then i read this comment um i can't remember what i was when i read it i read a lot of things random pieces of information sticking my head and so someone then said when you're writing a book and you're giving it away for free you should think of it as a free software provider right yeah. 90% of the people who take your free software will take it for free. 10% yeah. of them will go on to take, you know, uh, 10% of them will go on to upgrade. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's kind of what you, what, um, what you, the whole perspective of the free is like, you know, it's like your hook, you know, you're, especially if you write a series, I mean, for yeah. series free is, I mean, that's gold. Um, I obviously have not yet published the second book of my series. That's a work in progress, but, but, um, you know, the, the, it's about conversion, you know, like, like you said, if you get X amount of people, um, to, to get it for free, you know, and then you're hoping to that to convert over to X amount of buying it. And, you know, let's say you write a series and you give away the first book for free. Yeah. And, um, then anyone who reads it, and let's say they read it and they love it and they want to read the second book. Okay, now the second book is, you know, X dollars. Yeah. And then the third book is X dollars. You know, like like you gave away one for free. That's kind of your free sample so they can go and buy, you know, and go and buy the whole ham. And, uh, yeah. you know, and that that's, um, you know, I think, I think first book free and series conversions is super valuable. Um, mm. You know, I'm interested. Once I get multiple books in my series out, I, I might consider doing that. I, you know, I'm going to play with it depending on how my numbers go. You know, as, as long term pans out. Um, um, but uh, you know, right right now, it's you know, I don't have any need to do that because I'm you know selling a lot. But but it's it's an invaluable tool, and, and like you said, using it to get to get visibility and get conversions into into people buying it is like 
you know, that, that is a real thing and it's something you, that uh, writers and authors should take seriously. Yeah. Okay, so last question just popped into my mind before okay. I let you go. Okay. Um, other than your networking and other than your blogging and other than your stalking, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry, social media, what other marketing techniques did you use? Hmm. Marketing techniques. I, I mean, I would say, I don't know if this is, goes into what you're talking about, but I'd say probably um, the way you, you're, you're, like for the, for example, from blurb writing, I, I mean, I think um, writing the blurb for your book, I think is super extreme value. I mean, I think people know this in some extent, but I mean, this goes into blurb writing and also goes into the way you advertise when, when you write about your book. Um, I think it's really important to have, like choose a voice like for me, I like to write in the same voice and style that my book is in. Um, so that way when people read anything about, from a marketing perspective about my book, whether it be the blurb or whatever, like they're kind of getting like a little peek into the way the book is, you know? So, so like my book is very much, it's like a very serious topic, obviously about the apocalypse, <laughs> but, it's, but it's also like, you know, the characters are kind of laughing and, 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 trying to have a good time and trying to enjoy their lives and like making jokes and making bad jokes, you know, like, um, and so like when I go about my marketing, I try to go about the same way where I present kind of like myself or almost, you know, almost a window into my characters of like how they would speak or yeah. how they would write, you know, so, so I might do combine something serious with something kind of silly or, or, I think it's very valuable to, write about your book in from a marketing perspective. Yeah. Um, whether it be a blurb or, or any kind of posts you're putting out there or, or yeah. you know, go about it in, in the voice of your story. So yeah. that way people so if people get like an insight into what what you're about, how you write, you know, what uh, I, I try to make a lot of my marketing very very funny and kind of goofy and you know sometimes sometimes like silly, sometimes serious, you know, because that's that's how I write and that's you know how what I'm about. You know, I, yeah. I love I love the pairing of drama and comedy. So um, so you know I try I try to keep it like almost almost uniform, like like a uh, like a theme. You know, to the marketing. I, I don't know if that was <laughs> the kind of thing you were looking for, but um, to me, that that's kind of like a, one of the most important things. Mm. Did you take any Facebook ads, Twitter ads, Google ads, any of those um, No, I did one face paid Facebook ad, and it. I mean, I threw like a few bucks at it, and it didn't really work. And I understand the Facebook ads are super valuable. I did not use them. Um, like, I tried it once, and I didn't really. Again, I, I was very much experimenting, and I had not yet learned the proper ways to do it. So um, I didn't do. I mean, I, the only paid ads I did the entire time, I had I had uh, I did a Robin Reads, a Book Barbarian de uh, deal, um, uh, E-Reader News Today. I did a few like on one of my uh, in, um, Kindle Countdown deals. Mm -hmm. I, I did a few paid promos, but everything else I did was free. I, I didn't do very much paid advertising at all. Okay. Um, you know, um, probably I'd say um, writing book reviewers. I'm, I think a lot of writers know about this, but like just going, just finding people who, who review books in your genre and just writing to them and asking them to do a review is yeah. super is super duper valuable. And it, it mm -hmm. takes some it takes some time because you got to write out the email, you got to put out all your information and. 
Yes. You know, but that's super useful. You know, I you know I've pinned some some reviews to my blog. I mean, to uh, on my blog and on my on my uh, Twitter yeah. and stuff. And um, I, I think that was pretty great having people review the book because then they'll probably convert it onto an Amazon review. And also, yeah. like anyone who goes to their page is going to find out about it. So um, that was probably the best thing. And again, it doesn't cost you anything. I'm going to copy your book, so that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Evan. It's been fantastic having you and definitely made me feel good about my writing. Um, awesome, that makes me happy. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been this has been awesome. I really enjoyed it. Right, okay, so just a quick one. If people wanted to, if any of the listeners wanted to con um, connect with you, how do they do that? Um, they can connect with me on Twitter. I'm uh, at EvanTP87. Um, they can connect with me on my uh, blog and web website, which is evanpickeringauthor.com. That's uh, E-A-N-P-I-C-K-E-R-I-N-G, author.com. Um, and then uh, I've got a Facebook uh, author page, too. Um, I do believe that it is uh, Facebook backslash um, EP author. Uh, okay. So yeah, you know, I got a few social media platforms where people want to reach out to me. Um, yeah, obviously my books on Goodreads, they can message me there. Um, you know, basically those platforms are probably the best places to reach me. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for your time and for coming on. Um, it's been quite enlightening having you on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been pretty awesome. I've really enjoyed it. Okay, well, I will catch up with you later to everyone. Thanks for stopping by the virtual cafe. Bye now.